there's no doubt about it, there's a lot of storms in our life right now. A lot of things are happening all around us. I remember when, uh, when the COVID, the pandemic came to America back in March of this year, I'm many, as many of you probably remember that, but I remember on March the 13th, it was a Friday, and we had a beautiful youth conference scheduled here that particular weekend, and we started getting the news a couple of days in advance about this pandemic and how bad it is and how dangerous it is. And so we had to make the right decision. We shut down the Kingdom Youth Conference for that weekend. But so I have remembered very well, it's in my mind what has happened to America with COVID-19. And then we just had an election and, and I've seen this nation more divided now than I ever have in my life. I wasn't, you know, you might not believe this, but I didn't live during the Civil War days. I know some people think that's impossible. John, you look old enough that you were there, but I wasn't here during the Civil War days. Our nation was divided then, but it's even more so now, I believe. And so there's just a lot of storms that's going on in our life right now with the COVID, with the divided nation that we're involved in, and just you personally. I want you to think about the things that's going on with you personally in your life right now and what's happening. So when Pastor Scott asked me if I would minister this Sunday, and uh, it, was, uh, it was a week ago last Friday that he texted me and asked me if I could minister. So I was thinking on Saturday morning, a week ago yesterday, what I could be sharing with you and what the Lord would have me to, to bring to your attention. And so Johnny's was over at our daughter's house uh, getting ready for our granddaughter's birthday party. And so I was in her car and so I just, I turned on the CD, that, which I had loaned her, which is one of my favorite CDs, it's Ron Cannoli. And I had loaned it to her and, and uh, our teenagers, when I was the youth minister here, teenagers heard me play Ron Cannoli's songs so many, many times. So I turned on the, the, the radio, the CD, and I was listening to it as I was driving to pick up my wife. And I heard, heard the Holy Spirit tell me, this is what, I, there was a song that came on that got my attention. And the Holy Spirit said, this is the message for the Sunday that you're going to be ministering on the 22nd. And that, that message is around one verse of Scripture. We're not going to put it up on the board yet, but we'll put it up there in a minute. But it's from Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. And that song is just so powerful. And so I was thinking about that and said, okay, that's the message that the people need to hear. Because we're going to talk this, this morning about soaring like eagles. And I love eagles. Eagles are an amazing, amazing bird. And we're going to talk more about them. There's seven things that, that we can learn from eagles that if we apply to our own life, spiritually apply to our own life, we're going to get through every storm in life. So I want you to think about, just like that little video said, what ch is challenging you right now? I want you to think about it. You can write it down, but be thinking about that as we go through this lesson. But I'm going to have a few verses of Scripture I'm going to share with you from Isaiah before we get into verse 31. And something about Isaiah, if you didn't know, but there are 66 chapters in Isaiah. And uh, chapter 40 is the very first chapter that begins a new section in the book of Isaiah. The first 39 chapters are dealing with, uh, you know, with Israel and the captivity and the disappointments that they had. But then when they repent and get into chapter 40, 
It begins a promise from God. And it carries on to the end of Isaiah and talks about the greatest promise of Jesus Christ coming to the earth. But here's what it says in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 21. And the writer's telling us right now, he wants us to get our thinking on what's, who he's get, about to talk about. He says, have you not known? Have you not heard? Hath it not been told to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? He's asking us a lot of questions, and he answers those questions a little bit later on. But he's getting, he wants us to start thinking about who God is. God is Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He was there from the foundation of the earth. He created everything. So the writer is just trying to get our attention and said, don't think about your problems. Don't think about the issues. Think about your God. So he tells us in verse 28, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, feigneth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of, 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 of his understanding. There is no searching of his understanding. It says that he feigneth not. He doesn't grow weary. Now, I, can you think about, you know, here God is on March the 13th of 2020, and all of a sudden he wakes up and says, oh, wait a minute, I didn't know there was going to be a COVID virus invade America and the world. No, it was not a surprise to him. God was not surprised when this COVID thing hit America and the, and the world, but he says, I got a plan and a purpose for you during the COVID time, and I'm going to share a little bit later on of some great testimonies that's happening, not just in America, but around the world, since COVID hit. So it goes on to say in verse 29 of chapter 40, it says, he giveth power to the faint. A lot of us are getting weak. I can tell you, I'm getting so sick of turning on the news. All you hear about, first of all, is COVID. Then if it's local news, you hear about the killings in, your, in, in Houston and what's going on there. Then they go back to more COVID. Then they start talking about a nation divided, a political system that's divided. Then they go back to more COVID again. This last week, very few, on, on Saturday morning, I was watching the news, and there was 30 seconds of them talking about, hey, by the way, there's a few churches and things that are happening to feed the needy. They mention that for 30 seconds, and then they go on, COVID, the nation divided. So you get faint. You grow weary of hearing all of this, and it's just kind of sickening at times. But it says, God gives power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth their strength. Then in verse 30 right there it says, Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. I'll tell you, this last Thursday, every, uh, every other Thursday I get a chance to go meet with a bunch of youth ministers in our area. These are youth ministers from, from various churches close by, some great young men. I mean, they are great young men, but they are much, 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 much younger than I am. And uh, these guys are just fantastic, though. And uh, we meet every other week. We share what God is doing in our churches and in their youth groups and what God is wanting to do. And they begin to share what they're struggling with. And we have a time of prayer, and then we have a time of encouragement. But I was, you know, last Thursday, it was just kind of interesting. There's 
there's so many of these youth ministers here, and like I said, they're all much, much younger than I am. And uh, as we go around the room, three of them are expecting their first babies this early this next year. They're married, obviously, and they've got their, their wives are pregnant, and they're expecting their first babies, and one of them shared with us, said, you know, they always name generations, give the, the generations some kind of name, and they said, there's talk that they're going to call this generation the COVID generation. And I said, no, please don't do that. We're so sick of hearing about COVID. When it goes away, I want it to go away completely. But there was one young man that was there, and he hadn't been to the last couple of meetings, and he, he showed up this last Thursday, and uh, he began to share about some things that was going on with him personally, some anxiety issues that he's having and some depression issues that he's having. So that's what God's word says. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and then the young men shall utterly fall. Now we're going to get to our verse of scripture that the Lord laid on my heart. If you would put that up there, uh, Pamela, please. In verse 31, this is such a powerful verse of scripture. And especially when you think about, it's, it's kind of a new beginning, as I said in chapter 40, in Isaiah for the children of Israel. And it's a new beginning for all of us. So I want you to think about this verse of scripture. No matter what you're going through in the storms of your life, think of this verse of scripture today and for every day that's going to get you past it. Because here's what it says in verse 41. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. I want us to take a look, before we start talking about eagles, when we're going to get there, but I want us to look at two parts of that scripture. The very first one is the word wait. It says that the word wait is a Hebrew, and it says kova, K-A-V-A, kova. And it has a meaning of waiting and looking for something expectantly. Now, when, whatever you're going through, you can sit there and you can hide you can just get inside your house and say, you know, I'm never going to leave. There's too much going on. I'm tired of wearing the mask. I'm tired of sanitizing my hands. I'm just going to sit here, sit here in my room, and I'm just going to wait. Well, you can do that, but you're never going to get past it. But if you wait upon the Lord expecting him to do something as he wants to do and as he promised that he will do, then you're going to be a much better. That word wait is passive and it's, it's active. It's passive that we do have to sit back and, and kind of reevaluate ourselves where we're at, just like an eagle does. We'll talk about that in a moment. You reevaluate where you're at, but it's also very active, and it says, I can't just sit here. I got to go forward. No matter what is crushing down on me right now, I trust God. God's going to get me through it, and I am going to go forward. There's a time of waiting, and there's also an expectation that his spirit will instruct us how to launch and according to his timing, not ours. God will tell you what you need to do. And it'll be according to his timing, not your own. Sometimes we can manufacture it on ourselves and go forward, but it's according to his timing. So waiting requires faith. Faith in God, God's promises, God's word. God said he'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you. God's been there during this pandemic time. He's been there through a nation divided. He's always been there. And so we just got to reach out to him. So you got to have faith in his word. 
But you've also, also got to have faith in other people. I think basically people are good. People want to do the right thing. Now, there are some evil people out there. There's no doubt about it. But most people, not just in America, but around the world, they want to do the right thing. They want to be a loving and a kind uh, person. And hopefully they'll find a relationship with Christ that makes them even more loving and kind. But basically, people want to do the right thing. So you've got to have faith in God and His Word, and you've got to have faith in other people. You've got to have trust. Trust. You gotta, if you're going to wait patiently and expect God to do something, you trust His Word. When He tells you to move, when the Holy Spirit tells you it's time to get up, go across the street, witness to your neighbor, go across the street, pray for your neighbor, you trust God that He has a plan and a purpose for you to do that right then. And then it takes patience. That's the hardest thing. You know, when this COVID thing hit and they said, you've got to stay in your houses, you can't go out, you can't go to your fa favorite restaurants anymore and all of that, you know, it took a lot of patience to not do, you know, to stay home and do what they said was the right thing to do. And I love what Pastor Scott said. When this COVID thing first hit and Pastor Scott said, you know, we're going to wear, you know, that mask around here, we're going to keep a distance around here because it's the right thing to do for other people. It was his love for other people that prompted the things that we are doing here today and the, the social distancing and all those kind of things. But that's what it's all about. You've got to have hope when you're waiting. Now that next that verse of scripture also says this. You can put the next slide up. In Isaiah 40, 31 it says, But they that wait upon the Lord, look at this, they shall renew their strength. For there to be a renewal... There must first be a need for a renewal. Did you ever think about that? So they're gonna, he's going to renew our strength. Well, if you're strong already, you don't need your strength renewed. But if you are going through things like all of us are, and it's now we're exalted, exalted, we're tired, we're worn out, we're tired of the things that's happening, we need our strength renewed. So we need that renewal that he promises us right there. So if you feel tired, you feel like, you know, just drained all the time, you are a candidate for renewal strength. And God says if you wait upon him and you keep your focus upon him, he's going to renew your strength. And then he says this, and this is where the part that I'm going to be talking about this morning about soaring like an eagle, that says in that next, in the last part of that verse, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. Now the NIV says it this way, they will soar on wings like eagles. To soar on wings like eagles is to rise relentlessly, go forward, go up. Eagles are a master of wind currents. When John East and I had a chance to go to uh, Alaska a few years ago on a cruise and a vacation over there. You don't see a lot of eagles down here, but when you go to Alaska, you see a lot of eagles. And you see them soaring in the sky. You see them perched on poles. You see them up in trees. They are a magnificent bird. And they soar, you know, so easily because they use the storms to get higher and higher and higher. They use the currents. Eagles don't rise to amazing heights by constantly flapping their wings. 
they perform this act by depending upon a source greater than themselves. That's a strong message for us. We can flap our wings all day long when the storms of life come at us. Or we can sit there and say, what? I'm going to wait upon God. I'm going to let Him renew my strength. I'm going to let Him carry me above the storms of this life. We can tirelessly flap or we can soar. I don't want to be like a parrot. You know what a parrot does? A parrot does a lot of talking. But they don't do much flying. You ever seen a parrot? You don't never see them out there. Now, I know some of them do fly, but in captivity here, they don't. They stay in a little cage, and they talk at you all day long. A lot of Christians do that. They talk, and they don't do a lot of flying. It's time for us to say, you know what? I'm going to soar. So the very first thing that we can learn about eagles, if you can put that next slide up there, it says, eagles fly alone at high altitudes. They don't fly with sparrows. They don't fly with ravens or other small birds. The eagles fly at an altitude would get them above the storms of life, rise way above it. Small birds, have you ever seen when a storm comes? What does a small bird do? A small bird will go into a place of shelter and they'll sit there until the storm is passed. And they'll wait until all the rain's pretty much over and everything is passed before they come out. But eagles say, you know what? This is my opportunity. This is my opportunity to soar and get above the storm that is happening. And they get excited when a storm comes. What we can learn from that, we can stay away from narrow-minded people, people that bring us down. Because like I said, eagles don't fly with sparrows and ravens. They fly alone or they fly with other eagles. So if you've got somebody that's bringing you down, somebody telling you you can't do that, you can't accomplish that, we got this COVID thing going on, there's no way that you can go out and preach, there's no way that you can go out and make a difference. They're narrow-minded. They're narrow-minded. You need to soar with this you and the Lord at that time, and he'll lift you up. Like I said, they fly with other eagles. So the people that we hang around with, they're eventually determined the person that we will become. Don't soar with sparrows and ravens and certainly parrots. Soar with eagles. Make a decision today that regardless of what's going on in your life, you're going to soar above it. The next thing about eagles, eagles have a long-range vision. You know, they say they have the ability to see a prey about five kilometers, five miles away. They can see it. They can focus on that prey. They have keen eyesight. You know, they're not narrow vision. You know, they, so they, can, they have long-range vision. You need to have a vision where God wants to take you. Understand where God wants you to go. Keep your eyes focused upon him. When an eagle is soaring up there and they'll see a prey, Many miles over, they'll keep their focus on that prey and they'll begin to maneuver over there. They'll let the thermals and the winds carry them there, but they'll begin to maneuver over there. But they keep their eye on the prey because they want to know where that prey is going because that's going to be their lunch or their dinner. Our vision needs to be upon God. Our vision is not upon the problems that we're facing. You know, they're there. The problems are going to be there. But our vision needs to be right in here. You begin to open up God's word and you begin to see what God wants to say to you. 
Keep your vision on Him. Remain focused on Him. The eagles do that. They'll watch that prey, and they'll keep their eyes there. No matter what's happening and there's no, and all the challenges that we're facing, we can keep our eyes on Him. The next thing about eagles, they're fearless. They never surrender to the size of their prey. If you ever see an eagle, he'll go after a prey that's even a lot, lot bigger than him, maybe even stronger than him. But he'll go after it because he's fearless. He'll always, always give a fight to win his prey and regain his territory. The message for us, no matter what the size of our problems, do not give in to it. Don't surrender to your problem. Don't surrender to COVID. Don't surrender to a nation divided. We can and will make a difference during this time. Give your, get your strength from God. He'll renew your strength every single day if you trust Him and you just put your focus on Him. Successful people are fearless. They face their problems head on. And they'll listen, and they don't do it alone. They'll listen to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will tell them, now it's time to get up. Now it's time to go over here and to do this. Because if you follow the Holy Spirit's leading, you will be successful. And your strength will be renewed every single day. The next thing about eagles, they're tenacious. They love the storms, as I said. You saw the video. They can't wait until that storm begins to gather. The clouds begin to gather. Because they know that's what's going to renew their strength. And so they are anticipating the storm as it comes, and they use the storm to go higher and further. They'll use that storm and the winds that that storm produces to go out and make a difference. Eagles use the storm to rise up and go further. We should rise up and go further. What we can learn there is we listen and respond to God's voice. Be fearless. Be tenacious. Go after it. When God tells you to do something, make sure that you're doing it. Christians are not afraid of the challenge or the storms in our life because we have God's promise that he'll never leave us and he'll never forsake us. God promises to carry us when we grow tired and weary. He promises to move mountains on our behalf. Christians can prosper in and during these times of the storm. Put your trust in God. The next thing about eagles, they never eat dead things. They never, they're not scavengers. They only eat the meat from the prey that they kill. There could be some dead meat over there, but if they didn't kill it, they're going to leave it alone. What does that tell us about ourselves? Sometimes you've got to forget your past. Sometimes we try to live too much in the past, and we've got to forget about it. There's, Matt Carney is a, is a, a singer that I love to listen to his songs. He's not necessarily a Christian singer, although some of his songs have been played on Christian radio stations. But he has a new song out right now, and it's called Can't Look Back. And there's part of that song that says this, ain't no future in the past. You know, we can't focus on the past. You know, during this COVID time, it's real easy to sit in your room, sit in your house, and be thinking, man, I used to do this, I used to do that, I can't do this and that anymore. Forget about the past. The past is behind us. We learn from the past mistakes that we made, and we all made mistakes. We learn from them, and we even learn from the past victories. How can I apply that going forward? God did this in my life, and that's good to rehearse that, but you don't just stay there. 
you've got to get up and go forward. You can't eat dead things. You've got to get going and move forward. Eagles don't eat dead things. Number six, eagles prepare for training. You know, this one is something I didn't know about an eagle. But when a mother eagle has some, some baby eagles in the nest and she knows that they need to go learn to fly, you know what she does? She makes it very uncomfortable. She takes the feathers that's been in that nest for warmth and she begins to throw those feathers out of the nest. She'll take the soft grass that's been there for these baby eagles to lay on and be comfortable and she'll remove that. She makes that nest so uncomfortable that the, eagle, that the little baby eagles want to leave it and they learn to fly because the, the only way they can get out of the nest is by learning to fly. What that tells me is we got to leave our comfort zone. There's no growth in your comfort zone. You know, I said that there's a lot of great things happening during this COVID time. About a month ago, I was reading a report from Thailand. And in one day in Thailand, this was about a month ago, they baptized 1,055 new believers in one day. It took 20 pastors. They brought them into this one village, and they began to baptize them. It took them almost all day long to do that, 1,055. Now think about this. These were from village churches that are miles and miles and miles apart. So not every new believer could get to this village to be water baptized. So think about how many more people have come to know Jesus Christ and be water baptized at that time. The year before, they did 500 and something in one day. They did 1,055 on this particular day. And the report was going on to say this. And this was a month ago. And the, when I was reading the report, it said this. Thailand was the second country to, to recognize a case of COVID outside of China. China was the first. Thailand was the second. A month ago, when I read this article, they had been no new cases in 120 days in Thailand. Now, I don't know if that's true now, but that tells me that God is doing something. God wants to do something in Thailand with new believers there. And it's not just Thailand. Another report came across millions of Muslims in Pakistan and other countries are leaving the Muslim religion to come to Jesus Christ during this COVID time because they recognize that the religion that, they're, that they have been serving in the past is not serving them. It's not serving them. And so they are leaving that faith to a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not just in, in Pakistan and Thailand. It's happening here. When churches could not open up in different states, there's some young ministers that said, okay, we're going to go out and we're going to have outside camp meetings. Many, many people have come to know Jesus Christ and water baptized. They had to leave their comfort zone. They had to leave what they were comfortable in and saying, okay, we got to do what God tells us to do. God tells us to go forward and to do these things, and so we are going to do that. God didn't promise us that we would go through life with no issues at all. But what he did promise us is that he would be there for us. And he says, I'll renew your strength every day. If you wait upon me, 
I'll renew your strength. The, next, the last thing about eagles is they possess vitality. I didn't know this about an eagle, but they can live to be over 70 years old. Now, I know you're not going to believe this. I'm 72, and they can live as long as I have lived. But they, what happens to them as they grow old, there comes a place in their life where they know some changes need to take place. So an eagle, when he reaches a certain age, he'll go to the highest mountain that he can find. And he'll find, he'll make himself a nest there. And then he begins to get in that nest alone. And he plucks these heavy feathers. Because the feathers for an eagle, as they get old, they get heavy. They get, they're big and they get heavy. And he begins to pluck these feathers out take them out of his body where there's nothing but skin or flesh right there where the feathers used to be. His beak is powerful, but as he grows old, the beak begins to curve down, and it becomes worthless to tearing meat apart. So the eagle realizes that, and he'll go and begin to beat his beak against a rock until it falls off. And he does the same thing with his claws, his talons. He does the same thing. They get old, they get brittle, they curved down. He can't hardly grab a prey anymore, and he'll beat them against the rock until they fall out. And then he sits there in all this pain and agony as he waits for new feathers to come in, a new beak to come in, and new claws to come in. And once that happens, he begins to soar higher and further than he ever has before. We occasionally need to shed off old habits, no matter how difficult it is just like the eagle. We can get renewed in our strength, but God says there's some changes that need to take place. You know, maybe you, you don't spend time in this word like you should. Maybe you don't spend time focusing on other people like you should. There's some old things and old habits that we need to get rid of and keep our focus on God. Just like an eagle, sometimes we need to renew ourselves. Some things that we can do we can trust God, but God says there's some changes that needs to happen. So Isaiah 40, 31, it says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Lord, my prayer is that you teach us how to wait upon you and how to focus on you. There might be somebody here this morning that's in this audience or maybe watching this by the live stream that you hear this message as a promising word personally to you, and it probably is, and it is to you personally. Maybe you've run the gamut. Maybe your strength is gone. You're stumbling. You feel like there's no hope. You're at wit's end. But God says to you, just wait. I'm working on my plan in all of this. Be patient. Trust me. Soar like an eagle above the storms of life. And remember, the battle is not yours. It's God's. God has a battle, and he's going to fight it for you. He's already been fighting it for you, and you will win. I want to pray with you about that before we get into the communion. But let me just pray with you right now. If you're going through some storms in your life, I just want you to just give them to God, and I want you to think about soaring like an eagle. Maybe there's some things and changes you need to make, but God will help you make those changes this morning. Praise you, Father. Father, I do. I come to you in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for the privilege and the honor that I had to share this message 
with the people that are here this morning and people that are watching it by live stream. God, I pray that you'll show us how to get rid of some old habits and how to make the changes that we need to make in our life so that you can then begin to pull us above the storm, lift us above the storms of life. God, you can renew our strength daily as we depend upon you. And my prayer today is that we do depend upon you for everything that we need. God, help us make the changes that need to be made, whether it be friends and people in our life that really shouldn't be there because they're bringing us down, not to completely abandon them, but don't let them be the focus of our life. Let us focus on you and what you are saying for each and every one of us. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Love you. Go out and enjoy your day and happy Thanksgiving.